so I have like an hour to do this. We are in a really <laughs> nice studio right now recording this episode. So fancy. Yeah, we have a rooftop view of planes taking off. Just kidding, guys. We are on the top of a parking deck garage at the Fort Lauderdale Airport. Well, we still have a... Well, not the view, but you might hear some planes taking off. It's the only time that we could get together to record this because Shelby is here on a little bit of a sit in between flights that she's working. Yeah, an hour I have to fly back up to Newark. Came down from Boston like 20 minutes ago. But we are back, baby, with another episode of But, but Can, Can You Not? Not with your host, Casey and Shelby. And this is episode six, six I believe. And six is for dick dicks. Dickheads. <laughs> dickheads. Because we're going to be talking about dickheads that you can encounter in bachelor parties. Oh, yes. Later in this episode. But first, you know the drill. We're going to be talking about sports. sports. If you're into sports, keep listening. If not, you can skip ahead to our dating advice or dating fails at the minute marker in the episode details. But let's go ahead and jump into sports, shall we? So what do you have for us first up, Shelby? So I want to talk about how the Steelers are still undefeated. And they're still undefeated in an ugly game against the Cowboys. So the Cowboys turned to their fourth quarterback in five weeks, putting in Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he actually did pretty well. And their defense did pretty well. The defense played pretty well for Dallas, like one of the best defensive turnouts against an undefeated Steeler team. I was going to say that's pretty close. Yeah, they led all the way up until the fourth quarter, and then they just amassed critical penalties that resulted in the Steelers scoring. <laughs> well, I did see that the Steelers quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, originally he wasn't going to play against the Bengals because he hurt both of his knees against the Cowboys yeah. after taking a hard hit. He was set to deliver a pass. Right. And then he took a big hit from defensive tackle Neville Gallimore, if I'm saying that right. Mm -hmm. And then it was between him and defensive end Demarcus Lawrence where he got sandwiched between the two. And it looked like his left knee bent oddly after Neville fell on top of him. And then you kind of saw him get up and awkwardly walking back into the huddle. <laughs> yep. So then Mason Rudolph, who started the majority of last season after Big Ben was out with elbow surgery, he finished this first half in Sunday's game. Right before halftime. Right. And then last season, Big Ben was sidelined for 14 games. And in more recent news, now he's sidelined for five days due to COVID-19. Well, I want to talk about the NFL's COVID mask rules, too, while we're on the topic of COVID. <laughs> this time, it was Las Vegas Raiders head coach, John Gruden, who was hit with a massive fine for not wearing his. And I know in the past, Seattle's coach I was, was hit with Pete that fine Carroll, as well. Right? Yeah. Right. And I read a coach that can be fined up to $100,000. Wow. And per team, anywhere from 250000 to 500000 for not wearing masks on the sidelines. What if we did that with passengers on our flight? Just <laughs> handed them like a little ticket for not wearing the mask and be, you've been fined 100000 for not wearing this. Right, like that's so <laughs> insane. But the matchup against the Jets and the Patriots, it's not what it used to be. I did see that Flacco was summoned to play for the Jets against Cam Newton and the Patriots. Right, but when you look in 
previous years, you know, with Tom Brady being there, they were always at the top of the division. Now they're third in the division. And they only won by a walk-off field goal. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you can't expect much from that game. I mean, it's not like Cam Newton hasn't been playing probably the way that they hoped that he would have. he usually does. So it just makes me think that maybe Tom Brady was really a key component there. And it wasn't all just Bill Belichick's coaching. Well, so I guess we should talk about Tom Brady while we're at it now because everyone and their mom knows about the amount of memes that were on Instagram <laughs> that they lost to the Bucks. And I thought Halloween was over, but for Tom Brady, it was still a nightmare after that loss to Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah, you talk about the worst start for the Jets. Let's talk about that being the worst game probably of his whole career, college and NFL. Like, worst loss. Well, it's funny because, of course, the Bucks were picked to win, but the Saints beat them down with a final score of 38-3. to And like you said, it is labeled as Tom Brady's worst game in his two decades of playing with the NFL. No touchdown passes. It was almost a shutout, actually. Like, that little field goal saved a smidge of embarrassment, but not much. Like, 38-3, to and speaking of three, Tom Brady had three interceptions. That is so unlike him, too. And not just Tom Brady, but the entire team. Somehow, Tampa Bay only managed five rushing attempts, which set the NFL record for the fewest rushing attempts in a game. Well, Saints don't have a bad defense, though, and they were literally giving Tom Brady a run for his money. (laughs) But what's funny is on the offensive side is that late in the game, Jameis Winston was put in, and if you didn't know, Jameis Winston used to play for the Bucks. That's right. And Tom Brady is the one who actually replaced him, and Jameis Winston was shown post-game with Drew Brees making a W with his hands and placing it in his mouth to say, eat a W. So maybe that was like a little diss to Tom. Ooh, Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> I just think of the W, I think of Whataburger. <laughs> Have anything else for NFL news? Not on NFL, but we can jump straight into baseball. We do have a little bit that we need to talk on baseball, and of course it is in regards to our upcoming president, Biden. Yeah, I want to say that I read up on this a little bit, and the Nationals, Washington Nationals, actually invited him to throw out the first pitch on opening day this year. Did you know that he actually threw the opening pitch for the Baltimore Orioles back in 2009? I did not, actually. (laughs) But with the ongoing pandemic of COVID-19, of course, it remains up in the air if Major League Baseball will be a normal season. Like, it's possible that spring training won't start on time, thus pushing back opening day. And then who knows if fans are going to be able to attend games. God, I hope so. I really miss attending baseball games. I mean, the way they're talking about it right now, it's not going to happen, like, on the forefront. But even if fans won't be able to attend games, for those video gamers, we have some fun news. Los Angeles Dodgers and World Series outfielder Cody Bellinger will appear in a new Assassin's Creed. That's odd. Valhalla, <laughs> if I'm saying that right, video game as a character named Ada Slugason. <laughs> Did he get to pick that name? I have no idea, but they say the character is based on like his baseball persona. And basically, I'm not a video gamer by any means, but I want to say it's like something close to the Game of Thrones type scene. Seems like it. It's about like Vikings settling into new lands across Europe. Etc. Like, <laughs> I wonder if he got to pick it if he is a Game of Thrones. Maybe. Fan. I don't know. 
I don't Are really you, know anything about that show. I, the only thing I know is the main character, Jon Snow. That's true. But if we're still talking about baseball, do you know who John Lester is? I do not. <laughs> so John Lester is a veteran pitcher of the Chicago Cubs, and he was with the team for the past six seasons, which included winning the 2016 World Series. And as of 2020, he's now a free agent, and there's no guarantee that he'll return to Chicago. So he wanted to raise the bar tab. And what I mean by that, what? he wanted to show his appreciation to the fans of Chicago for the support that he's received over the years. So on Friday, I believe the day before Halloween, he tweeted that he wanted to say thank you for the support and bought a round of Miller Lite for anyone in Chicago. Damn, I wish I could have been in Chicago Yeah, then. so get this. So fans got to stop by one of four bars in Chicago to get their free brewski. And his tab was $47,000. Jesus Christ. Which included a 34% tip. And 34 is his number for the Cubs. Like, what a way to celebrate. Can you imagine if you were the bartender, though? Like, you would be making <laughs> bank in just that like, one Yeah, thanks for the night. tip. I would probably take the next few months off. Jesus. <laughs> like, I'm going on vacation. Cha-ching. Bye. But speaking of ways to celebrate... You know, another way to celebrate anything in life, I guess, is jumping through plexiglass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> At we least. are going into hockey now. <laughs> At least for hockey players. <laughs> we both watched this video. It was this hockey player, Marco, I'm going to butcher this last name, Kasolek. It's right. like C-S-O-L-L-A-K. He's Hungarian, right? I think so. I so, saw that video with him breaking the glass. Yeah, he made a goal and gave his team the one to zero lead in the opening period of the game. And then he like ran up to the boards, the plexiglass in celebration and kind of like, you know, like shoulder bumped it, but instead of bouncing back from it, he broke through it and the glass shattered. I read that he said he's going to think twice about ramming himself (laughs) against the boards in celebration. And I may not know much about hockey, but why would you even think once about slamming yourself in anything? <laughs> I mean, he was okay. Like, he, he went over the entire wall, and all of his teammates are probably like, dude, like, are you all right? But he got up and walked back over the wall. Like, it's nothing probably happened. probably all the padding that they wear, too. Oh, I'm sure. And just probably full force. Just even if up. you just type in a hockey player ramming himself into that would plexiglass, pop it'll pop up on Google. Yeah. But the only thing that I have on hockey is the Winter Classic and the All-Star Weekend have been postponed until 2022. Wow. So they won't have a normal hockey season until then, but they still intend on starting this season on January 1st, but still fanless. Still crazy. That That feels like such a long way away. I know. It really does. Well, in college football news, real quick to wrap up our sports talk, for the ACC, Notre Dame claims the number one spot after beating Clemson in a double overtime game. And it's funny because Clemson was number one. But now that Notre Dame is number one in their conference, their final score was 47-40. to 40, So it was a very close battle to the finish hmm. for sure. And for SEC, Florida, unfortunately, beat UGA I with a saw. heartbreaking loss of 44-28. to 28. It's always been a big rival, if y'all didn't know. And if you never got to attend the world's largest outdoor cocktail party <laughs> with a Georgia-Florida weekend, you missed out. They definitely it's didn't have it this year. Basically, it's classified as, like, the biggest tailgating experience in all of football. 
And you didn't even have to attend attend the game. No, I don't think we ever did. I think we walked around and just mooched off people's tailgates. Like, all the food, all the drinks. But anyway, I want to talk about Tua. But in terms of his brother, who's making waves in the college football scene. Talia Tagovailoa is how you say it. Don't even ask me how to say it. Well, his brother Talia, he originally was playing for Alabama, and he ended up transferring to the University of Maryland because he apparently wanted more of an opportunity to compete and show off his skills. But he ended up helping Maryland beat Penn State with a 35-19 to win. And I think it's pretty cool two brothers can both work their way up in the football scene. So it'll be interesting to see where he will play if he gets drafted to the NFL. Yeah, it would be. Hopefully not on the same team. <laughs> need a backup for Tua. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why he didn't want to keep playing for Alabama because it was like him having to fill such big shoes. Right. And so it was kind of like him doing his own thing where he doesn't have to have that pressure. I mean, he could be like the Manning brothers, you know, play for different teams. The Watt brothers play for different teams. That's even though true. they're not quarterbacks, but. I think he might have a couple years left to play in college, but we'll see Mm -hmm. so if all of that sports news sounded insane especially (laughs) when it comes to those fines of five hundred thousand dollars for the not wearing the mask insane somebody could use that money for a car a house a wedding i wonder what they do with that money i mean you could have a bachelor party i guess so (laughs) just kidding all right guys we're gonna take a short break real quick and when we do come back we are gonna start diving into why you should or shouldn't flex with guys in bachelor parties. Hey, travel fam. Need a way to keep all your belongings in one secure spot from toiletries and phone chargers, headset cords, and even some travel snacks you keep in your purse or carry-on? We want to introduce you to Sasher Bag. Sasher Bag is a self-sealing platinum silicone storage bag created to be endlessly reusable and reducing the use of single-use plastic. Available in multiple sizes and various colors, Sasher Bag will be your new favorite travel accessory. Better yet, a portion of every Sasher Bag sold goes straight to nonprofits that are dedicated to preserving and rehabilitating our oceans. Visit SasherBag.com, that's S-T-A-S-H-E-R-B-A-G.com, and purchase some of your own Sasher bags in your favorite colors, including new Christmas-themed designs, and help limit the use of single-use plastic. One bag, one choice, all for the planet. So, Shelby and I both have had a lot, and I mean a lot of fun, when it comes to guys in bachelor parties. And we both had our fair share of meeting hotties from them. However... Guys from bachelor parties are like when you take a photo and you look drunk and you think in your mind that it looks really hot. And then the next day you look at it in your phone, you're like, oh, my God, delete that. It's a mess. It's like those times when Facebook was bigger back then and your friends end up posting drunk photos and tagging you on social media. Oh, I hated that. And you're like, but can you not? Like, really not. Like, just don't take the pic. Or in this case, just don't take the dick. (laughs) Because they probably aren't single. We're not talking about the actual bachelor, like the groom-to-be. You don't touch the actual bachelor. No, but the friends around them. Well, obviously, 
you can't tell if the friends are single or not. So we just assume that sometimes they are. I mean, with the fiance, that's different. I definitely would not want my fiance to be making out or going to bed with another chick. But the friends that he invited with him, some of them you assume are single, especially when they start dancing and grinding on you or making out with you. And then flirting with you. They ask if you're single, which is the case that happened in Scottsdale, Arizona, that I'm going to talk about with my bachelor party experience. (laughs) And I think it was me and Shelby's 26th birthday. No, I want to say it was like 28th or 29th. Something like that. Anyway, we ended up going to the W Hotel where they had these epic pool parties, and it ended up being, like, a major rager. Like, it was so much fun. It was a blast. (laughs) I think that was one of my favorite birthdays, to be honest. Mine, too. But who knew that Phoenix was such a hot spot for bachelor and bachelorette parties? Because there was a lot It's like a mini Vegas. I want to say it's because maybe from the West Coast, that's where you go, where East Coast, you go to, like, Nashville. Which we'll get into Nashville in a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But anyway, we had our group of girlfriends with us who are all single except for one. God bless her. She is now engaged. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all hanging out with a group of guys who were, surprise, surprise, in a bachelor party. Long story short, after the pool party, we ended up going out with the bachelor party group to a couple of bars. I think, Shelby, you left to stay with a guy friend of yours? Yeah, because I was just... If I was going to take any chances, it's going to be with somebody that I knew. (laughs) Our non-single friend went back to the Airbnb. And then the rest of us, there was like four of us girls that were left. We all ended up going back to the hotel where all the guys were staying. Each one of us stayed with a different guy from the bachelor party. You guys didn't even know that the other ones were there. We didn't. (laughs) You all got back to the Airbnb because I was with my friend. And in the morning, I got all these text messages. I was just like, what's the address of the Airbnb? Where Nobody you? knew the Where address. Where's this person? Where's we were that all really friend? Drunk. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, where? what happened to them? <laughs> I just want to say that none of us were with the groom-to-be. He actually got really drunk and his friends put him in bed early, <laughs> which is good for him. The guy that I personally ended up with, we were like hardcore making out at the pool. He kept saying how hot I looked, how it was awesome to have met somebody organically and not on an app, and how funny of a story it would be to tell people how we met at a pool party, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. When we were in his hotel room, he asked if I was on birth control, and I said, yes, obviously, like, stop talking, come on, let's have sex. Like, it's my (laughs) birthday, I want to have birthday sex. Birthday sex. Sorry, Mom. But when we were about to, the dude completely did a whole 180, and he stopped, and I remember he, like, looked at me, and we were playing music, and I remember specifically, I was obsessed with that We Can Just Dance to This song from Mm -hmm. Ariana Grande and Troy Sibion, whatever his name is. I still love that song. He turned it off and looked at me, and he goes, I'm sorry, I think I'm about to be the father of my ex-girlfriend's baby. Oh my gosh. What if buzz kill? It definitely was. He goes, I'm not sure if it's mine or not, but I kind of don't want to have sex now because of that. And I'm like, hold the fucking brakes. Did it feel like the moment, you know, like when you're at a bar and they turn the lights on and they're like, okay, everyone go home and you're having like such a good time. Exactly (laughs) what it felt like. (laughs) Like the cookie was like, closing time. (laughs) I might as well have sobered up at that point. Pretty much. Even though I didn't. I don't know anything that's any more sobering than saying, like, I might be the father of this child when you're going to have sex with them. Well, being, like, the super nice girl that I am, I was like, I understand. (laughs) 
And we just ended up going to bed with him cuddling me, but it was still the most awkward night of my life. And it gets even more weird. Like the next day, like Shelby was saying earlier, I ended up in the lobby waiting on an Uber that he actually ordered. So that was nice to him. That's nice, yeah. And then all of a sudden, my friend Jessica comes down with the dude that she was hooking up with, who I think was actually the only sane one in that entire group of guys. And it's funny because we didn't even know that we were all staying at the same hotel initially. And then our other friend Cassie was at the same hotel too. But the guy that she hooked up with was freaking married with like two kids. Yeah. And then she said that. Our friend Ashley thinks the guy that she was with was gay. gay. <laughs> I forget what she said that made her think that he was. Like I don't remember. That he asked her. I wish I could remember, but I can't. I mean, we were all pretty tipsy and yeah. gone at that point. It was nice because all the guys did call an Uber for us, but nothing else good came out of that except I did get the guy I was with. I got his black Oakley hat, which I still yeah, have still to this have day. It. And I remember burning. I even texted him I had it and he told me to keep it. And I don't know why I still have it. But now it's this infamous black Oakley hat in my bedroom at my parents' house. So, sorry, Mom, if you'd look at it differently now. <laughs> She'd probably just be like, I need to go get that and just toss it. Right. Well, but you had a moment where you met a guy on a plane that was a part of a bachelor party. Yeah, I was working a flight to Austin, and he was part of a bachelor party. And he gave me his number on, like, a $5 bill that he tipped me because him and his <laughs> friends were getting alcohol, and I just kept feeding them shots because I'm like a fun flight attendant. I want them to have a good time for their bachelor party. I mean, we'll take tips, you guys. We're not supposed to. And then I wasn't going to text him, but I only texted him because one of his buddies left like their credit card. And so my coworkers I was flying with were like, oh, quick, you have to text them because we were laying over there. And he's like, you have, you have to text them. Like they have, they want their credit card. They're on a bachelor party. They're going to want it. And I'm like, fine. Right. So that's how we got my number. And then kept inviting me to go out never went out with him on my trip because it was a short layover and I wasn't going to anyway but then like over the next course of the two weeks he tried to ask me out on a date and then at one point he just kind of ghosted me and then he asked if he could call me so I was like sure he calls me basically long story short to tell me he's kind of seeing somebody else and I'm like is this like a girlfriend he's like yeah kind of and I was like okay oh my god and then that was pretty much the end of that <laughs> but didn't he say something like yeah i have a girlfriend and that you can he said still something yes he said something like he could have like he goes maybe i could have girlfriend he goes maybe I, well yeah but he goes maybe i could have two girlfriends oh so and i gross. was like no but the whole thing the way that story started he called me and he was like so when i'm on vacation i kind of go into vacation mode and I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I just, like, hook up with whoever. such bullshit. I and think I'm like, that's okay, so stupid. I don't want to date a guy that goes into <laughs> vacation <laughs> mode and thinks it's okay to go hook up with random girls and use that as an excuse. Like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm a different person. Like, I'm single. I don't have a girlfriend. No. That's so. That's such an excuse. Like, what made him think that I was, like, going to be into that? Like, oh, yeah, I'm sold on that. Well, Alter ego. <laughs> cool. Seems like you dodged a bullet with that one. But then... <laughs> There's a time that we both had guys that we were into at one of our best friends' bachelorette parties in, in Nash Nashville. Vegas. 
which is like the breeding ground for bachelor bachelorette parties totally so if you're trying to end a relationship not get in one go there (laughs) (laughs) just kidding lots of options for the night but seriously the guys we both met both of them ended up having girlfriends i'm pretty sure mine never confessed to it but he ghosted me and like wouldn't add me on instagram so i'm pretty sure that he was not oh i found out mine did because she texted me through whatsapp well, I, his honestly, number. I just think that all of them were having a really good time and just wanted to be single in the state of mind. Be boys. Boys will be boys in bachelor parties. I honestly don't quite remember how we ran into them, though, but I think we were at Luke Bryan's bar yeah, I on think the it dance was, floor. Yeah, the end of that night, and they were there, too. The and then we guy, ended up going up. The, going well, out. the guy I ended up with, Jack, I can say his name because he's never going to listen to this and we don't even know each other's last names. He probably doesn't even know I have a podcast. (laughs) I think he was the one that was dancing really well. And even though he was like totally not my type, like at all, he was super tall and skinny. And I usually like lean athletic guys. Yeah, you need some muscle. But he was really cute and he had a fun personality while he was dancing, which made me go up to him and start dancing too. So then we ended up exchanging numbers with them and we went back to the Airbnb for a friend's bachelorette party. But the next day is when you, we went out, you were talking about when we went out with them again, because yeah, I think I got the guy Mike's number, which I called him. Oh, I won't say his last name. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just keep it first name based only, but they called him by his last name, but I got his number, I think through Jack. Yeah. Because Jack and I were like. The ones that were saying, we're going to be here, come, or like, right. at this time, this bar. But the next day that we went out with them um, was only because our friend that was getting married, her friends, her mom and her sister just wanted to stay in bed and go to bed early since we were leaving the next day. And we were the only single ones. Right. So my sister... Well, minus one other girl. <laughs> Shelby and I were being <laughs> little savages. So we went out and we walk into a bar they told us they were at. And at first we couldn't find them. So we go to the bar and order, I think, like, two whiskey and Diet Cokes. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we turn around from the bar, we see the guys up on the stage, and we're like, yep, In the middle of the dance floor. We literally looked at each other like, okay, There let's they do are. <laughs> but towards the end of the night, so we ended up going back to their Airbnb where the bachelor party was. It was all guys. And some of their dads. Yeah, that was awkward. Yeah. I think Jack's dad was actually one of them. We weren't even, like, allowed in the house. Like, we all fell asleep on the porch. Well, Jack snuck me into the house, and I remember we were in the hallway bathroom, and he tried to hook up, and I was here thinking, like, this is so stupid, <laughs> but we laid a towel down on the floor so it wasn't as cold, and then he used his flashlight on his iPhone to be able to see, but he was way too drunk oh, and geez. ended up passing out on the bathroom floor. And then I left him there and decided to call an Uber and go back to the Airbnb. But I had to wake Shelby and Mike's asses up for Shelby to get up and get into the Uber with me I fell asleep, like, on the porch swing outside. (laughs) (laughs) But all in all, it was a really fun night. But I just want to say, basically, don't trust guys to be single in bachelor parties. Because, one, they are probably looking for a hookup because they're unhappy in their own relationship and maybe they don't get to have that sense of freedom as they do when they go out and party with their friends getting about married. It, right. I don't know. But two, if you do hook up and later find out that they aren't single, remember, it's not your fault. 
take it for what it was, like a one fun night, a story to tell, and lay it down in the books. So that's all or I have the to bathroom. say about that. <laughs> We're in the bathroom, but I mean, if a bed is available, definitely try to go for the bed. But speaking of bugs, we're going to take a quick little break. And when we've come back, we've got another fun, dumb game to play. So any guesses what it is? We'll let you think about that during the break. So do you love reading or do you love twins? Then I definitely have a book for you. No, it's not our book, Fit for Flight, this time. But you may know these twins a little bit more, Brie and Nikki Bella, the wrestling pro divas. They wrote the book Incomparable, and I just finished reading it. So if you're into motivational stories about how to overcome all obstacles and tough times, I highly recommend checking it out. You'll get to know a little bit more about the twins underneath their wrestling personas and how they got to where they are today. You can check out the book Incomparable on Amazon or any bookstore near you. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome back to the episode, guys. So before we left, we said we were going to play a stupid little game. And I have kind of a fun one for Shelby this time. So basically the game is I'm going to say one word and Shelby's going to say the first thing that comes to mind, like right off the top of her head. (laughs) So I have a list of like a few words here that I'm just going to, they're all random that I'm just going to shout out at her and see what goes on from there. Do I have to say why I thought of it? Maybe. I don't know. We'll just maybe we'll just go by ear and we can, we'll have a discussion if we need to. All right, hit me, dude. My first word is pickle. Eggplant. (laughs) Is is eggplant in reference to something else? Well, we have been talking about dicks, so... (laughs) I was going to assume that you would say dick to pickle. I mean, I'm on the same page. Everybody uses the eggplant emoji (laughs) for not an actual eggplant. That was actually the word I thought you were going to say first was <laughs> dick when I said pickle. Alright, next word. This could be like a mind reader game since we're twins. Like, am I going to say the word that you want me to say? I'm sure I can guess what you're going to think of when I say this one. Cookie. Oh, the vagina. <laughs> because that's my word that that's I Shelby's use. words for the vajay day is the cookie. But it sounds so much prettier than like vagina or like... But I still like... not as vulgar as pussy... I hate that word. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Again. (laughs) I just feel like whenever you say cookie, I just think of chocolate chips. And I'm like, I love eating cookies, but not like that because I'm not a lesbian. I, (laughs) yeah, eating the cookie, the cream filled cookie. I die laughing every time because like I talk to my dad sometimes and he talks about church and he calls the little wafers, you know, like Catholic. He calls the them cookie. cookies and I'm like, can you not? Receiving the cookie but at church. Not? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. All right, next word. What about the word moist? Oh, I don't even want to. It's not even like a word that I have with that. It's what I think about when I hear that. Nobody likes the word moist. And then anytime someone says it, it's a big, but can you not? I understand, like, I want to say cake because you want a cake to be, like, nice. Wait, that was my next word was cake. Oh, sorry. Well, on moist. That's weird. (laughs) 
I don't even know what words you have. Moist just makes me think of, yeah, a wet cookie, but not in a good way. Like Same a soggy thing as like cookie. flimsy. I hate that word too. Yeah, flimsy makes me think of a limp dick. <laughs> yeah. A limp, Sloppy. A limp eggplant. Ugh, gross. Okay, well, then I'm just going to skip over the word cake, since obviously it might refer back to the word moist. I mean, cake is like, that could be another word for, like, sex. Rihanna's cake, cake, cake That's song. exactly the song that came into my head. <laughs> what about the word dumpster? Trash. <laughs> oh my god, I thought you were going to say that. I had that when I was typing it up in my notes. I was like, she's going to say trash. Like, or garbage. That yeah, is so trash, funny. Because I don't know what else would be a dumpster. I think of the a toilet, just because they're like taking, <laughs> taking a, a dump. dump. <laughs> I mean, that's your body's trash. <laughs> We're getting very bad with this. Like, it's going places we probably shouldn't go. Okay, well, let's try this <laughs> word. What about a scooter? Yeah, I think of Lyft, like the Lyft and Uber <laughs> apps, and I think of people busting their asses and like face filling. Face planting because that's what I would probably do on one of those things. I have no coordination like that whatsoever. I liked riding them, but right now with the pandemic, I haven't seen them laying it laying about as often. Give me a bike, I'm cool with that. But a scooter, I just don't know if I have that type of coordination to balance on it. And I'm afraid to try it. They're fun. They're actually really easy. I to might do. need a helmet and some elbow pads. And I only think about that because I know one of our coworkers was scootering is that scootering scootering scooting scooting scoot 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 that's what i think of skeet skeet <laughs> that's what you think of when you hear the word scooter scoot scoot yeah exactly uh anyway so he was skeetering scootering <laughs> say he was scootering <laughs> That sounds even worse. He was skeetering everywhere. No, he broke his arm, his elbows, both of his elbows while scootering through San Diego. And I just picture myself like that. And then you're out of work for a while because as flight attendants, we use our arms for a lot of shit. Yeah, no, I would not want to do that. I've only done it once down in Fort Lauderdale. We need all of our appendages. (laughs) Such a big word. What do you think about appendages? What what comes to mind when you say the word appendages? Is that your impression of me? (laughs) Well, what about the word flower? Flower? Uh, I don't know. I think of like a little flower girl at a wedding. It's just rose petals. Yeah, I just I think, think of about. roses. Yeah. I just get the image of rose petals everywhere. Like something romantic. Like I need a man to do romantic shit like that for me. Right. Don't we all? White roses. That's our favorite. It is. That's Future me and Shelby's husbands. both favorite flower. So if anyone if is listening. ever hear this? White roses. <laughs> Okay, what about the word butter? Ooh, buttercream. <laughs> Just Baking. going back to cake. Everything's going to go back to cake. Maybe I want cake. I don't know. <laughs> what about the word fork? Mm, that's too close to fuck. But also, our grandmother is from Massachusetts, <laughs> so whenever she says the word fork, that's exactly anyway, I, I always think of the word fuck. I need a fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, Excuse what, me? grandma? <laughs> what? A fuck. <laughs> Even with the word like color, where she's like, "Oh, I love that color." Color, ka, ka, my ka, Our ka Grandpa's last name, well, her last name too was it's Jaquez, so she used to call him Jock because that was his name in the army. So we'd always make fun of him like Jock, pop the cat. <laughs> That's probably the worst. Love Boston her accent, accent ever, though. 
<laughs> All right. Well, what about t-shirt? Tie-dye. That's true. Tie-dye is so in right now, apparently. It is. It came back into fashion. All right. Well, last one. What about the word spoon? Oh. Guy and a girl. Or two guys. Or two girls. Don't in a bed spooning. <laughs> That's true. I feel like that's big... just an, probably Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I should have just said bigger big little. little <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is it for this episode. Thank you again for listening. Next week, we will be back with episode seven. Siete. So make sure that you follow us on Instagram. We are but underscore can you not. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please make sure that you subscribe so you stay updated when we drop new episodes and leave us a review or rating. We would greatly appreciate that so much. So much. (laughs) (laughs) But that's going to end episode six for us here. So we will catch you on the flip side with another episode next week again of But But Can Can You Not? Not?